Scribble notes, uh, scribble notes when I wrote these quotes If I offend, pardon me, there's more of me to grow Creative in my process, enjoy the show The will is different when you recognize the different strokes Different folks, same goals, we all want the most So when we reach the top, we can enjoy the toast The type of bread we get is fresh about the bakery Told them don't play with me, with or without a degree Don't question my intensity, bravery Similar to agencies that want to see you fold So just pray for me, and pray for me Einstein with my energy Welcome to the Scribble Notes podcast. How are you doing today? Absolutely amazing. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming on. Why don't you introduce yourself for the listeners and kind of talk about what you what you do? Well, my name is Antoinette Logan. I am the founder and CEO of the AIM Agency. We're a creative agency that focuses on brand development and lead generation strategies. We pretty much take our clients from idea to brand, brand to business, business to elevation and profits, meeting them where they are to help them achieve their next level business goals. Uh, I am also the chief brand officer of the Black House Media and TV Network. Uh, the editor in chief of a magazine. I'm mm. just, I'm doing all things that my spirits say, go do that. I'm doing <laughs> it. Okay. I love it. How did you, how did you find your, your start in this space? What was your story? What's your beginnings look like? Well, um, I will say that early, early on, uh, my mother, she worked as a, she worked in sales brand and marketing because it wasn't called branding back then. And um, having her have us as kids come and help her out with different little jobs and stuff. So if it's an event going on and we have to put all the perm boxes and tape them together and turn it into a pyramid or a shape or, you know, some type of stand to make it look cute, Mm -hmm. different things like that. I think that that's where the the bug really started at early on. But um, as I grew into my own space and I was doing different things, writing, singing, doing music and things like that. Once I started taking uh, my music career seriously, that's kind of where those connections with brands and other businesses really kicked off on a more professional level. Mm. So it really started off in, in the younger years, just trying things and enjoying the creativity and the art of it all. And then just becoming yeah. becoming more and taking up more of your time, your space. Yep. Yep. So so can you talk a little bit more like in depth about the work that you actually do? Um, what do you what do you find most enjoyable? I think um the most enjoyable part for me is probably the process of mm-hmm. taking a client from this idea of something that they like or want to do to actually having that thing become a real thing. Like now we have a full name, we've got a tagline, slogan, logo, website, we've got marketing assets. It's a full blown brand now. It's not just Mm. an idea in our head. That process is really fun. Uh, You get to, I get to learn and learn people and build relationships because you're learning a lot about the person when you, Uh, have these sessions and you know you're asking the questions of what's your why and why do you do this why do you want to have this business what made you get into it blah 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 like how you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so um that I love that part of it um it's really cool to get to know people what have you found as like one of those 
one of those important things to consider with a brand and building a business because I'm, I'm really interested in just knowing what that process looks like when you're talking to a client that's brand new or doesn't have it all figured out yet. Well, what's important is to know who you are selling to hmm. your customer. That to me is probably most important because like you can create this beautiful brand name and come up with this nice logo and come up with this awesome tagline and all this good stuff. But if the person who you're actually selling to, who your ideal customer is, doesn't connect to all that messaging and stuff that you created, it doesn't matter anyway, because mm. they're never going to buy. So I think that we really should start off thinking about who our customer is going to be. And when we start there and then work our way backwards to, okay, our logo should look like this because this customer needs to see this. You know what I mean? Mm. And if you're a business that is going to have multiple types of customers, then you need to look at those different profiles of all those customers and then come to a medium average like solution of a brand that can speak to those multiple types of customers mm. or customer personalities. Yeah, that's a that's a really interesting point because uh thinking about who you're who you're trying to sell to and who you're trying to make be a part of your community is is just as important as trying to build the community. Like trying to build the brand, you have to build it for someone. You're building it for something. Uh, in a lot of business, you're actually building to sell something. So considering that up front, it seems seems like a likely thing to be important, but I don't think it always is front of mind for people. It isn't. I think that we we always think about the name, the logo, and those things first. Mm. What do you um what do you find works um or has worked really well? as far as different clients that you've interacted with, uh, which ones do you find are more successful than others after they are done working with you or through the process of working with you? The ones that, that come ready to learn, actually. Mm. So you have multiple types of clients. You have the client that comes to you assuming that they know exactly what they need or want. And sometimes that cannot be true because sometimes clients think they need this, but really they need that. Mm. Um, then you have the client that comes and they think they know how to do your job, <laughs> but they're coming to you to do it for time purposes or what have you. And then you have the client that's like, look, this isn't my strong point. I know that I need this, but I also want to learn too. Mm. That's the best client. But then you also have the other client that is, I don't know how to do this and I really don't care to learn. Just here, just do it. Those yeah, do are it all cool. for me. <laughs> right. And that, those are cool, but I don't actually, you don't find like a, a whole lot of um, satisfaction from that. Like the one that wants to learn. Like it feels really good when they've actually grasped the lesson that you're teaching and they're like, mm -hmm. okay, I'm confident to go and do this on my own. But the thing is, even after learning from you how to do it, 
they still aren't going to do it on their own. They're still going to come back to you, the experts, to do it for them. Mm. But they feel empowered by the knowledge. Now they understand the process. Now they understand how this thing comes to, and they respect what you do for them that much more. Yeah, it, that's so cool because honestly, trying to learn and being a being a student of life, I work at a university, and uh, one of the things I get to do with my students is kind of teach them throughout their journey how to be better people. And it is oftentimes the students that are willing to learn to become a better leader and learn how they can do something or improve a system that are the ones that are the most fun that you build the best connections with because opposed to just coming in looking for a solution, uh, they're looking for a long-term growth. They're actually looking to to see something that can be sustainable and replicated uh, by themselves even when you're not there. And I think that yeah. you, just, you said that just echoed that same sentiment. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I love that. I love that. It, it's a, I get find great joy out of actually, um, like the old saying, leading the horse to the water, mm. but you can't make them drink. Mm-hmm. But you know, you actually can make them drink if you wanted to. Did you know that? <laughs> Push the head on down. No. Mm. You ain't gotta pull. You ain't gotta force them. Just put your hand out with some salt in it. Mm. I bet you if he eat that salt, he gonna put his <laughs> head, drink that water out of that mouth full of salt. Mm. Yeah, it's 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 crazy. It's I haven't even thought of it that way, but that's that's so true. It's crazy how how easily uh, things can change for people if you if you just look at how they approach the situation. Because I bet yeah. everyone that gets everyone that's worked with you has come with a different approach, um, and being able to see that, like, hey, sometimes just coming with a learning approach is the is the way to kind of be the most successful. Even if someone might have a better business plan or actually a better model than someone else, um, mm-hmm. you might just see that their branding will suffer from the fact that they think they might know it all. Yeah, I agree. I I see a lot of people. Um, and, and I honestly think that some of them don't even realize they're struggling because, mm. you know, I, I can't help but see when I look at a brand, I'm automatically going to be drawn to all the things that make up the entire brand. That's just how my brain works. And once I start seeing too many mistakes, I'm over it <laughs> scrolling, you know, what I mean, <laughs> because it's like, ugh. And I used to be the person that actually I'm going to email you or inbox you and reach out and say, hey, you need to do run down this list of stuff you need to do. But then I saw that some people don't take that nicely. They like who you think you are to come and tell me what I need to do. And it's like, well, I, I thought I was helping, but I'm, you know, I apologize. So now I'll be like, let me just be quiet, man, my business, mind the business that pay you. And gone mm. on about yours. So. <laughs> nah, for real. It, it, it's crazy because, so I'm an author and getting feedback is oftentimes like, it's one of the, the hardest things to do, yes. but it's the most important thing to do. Yes. Uh, hearing what someone else is saying and trying to kind of cope with something that you might not be doing well or something that you might disagree with and understanding that it's not always coming from a malicious place. And a lot of times, 
I'd say people who are giving critique or giving suggestion, it's not because they they have malice in mind. Most of the time it is them trying to really help and say, hey, if you did this, this might actually work a lot better or maybe try this and you might see a better outcome. And it's coming from a place of caring and a place of actually wanting to see you grow and succeed. So I definitely mm-hmm. think that that's a uh, that's re- that's reality for a lot of people and especially a lot of people in in branding and creative spaces because you're constantly trying you you're constantly not always up to date with what is the new thing or what is the way that you can communicate your message best. Yeah, I agree with that. And we always will have to no matter what industry we're in, you're going to constantly have to learn because mm-hmm. technology is constantly changing. It's never going away. It's just going to get more and more complicated. And when I say complicated, meaning that there'll be more and more platforms added, more and Mm. more tools, more and more things to learn. So, yeah, it's definitely one of those things you can't. I don't think that branding is a cookie cutter situation, though. I don't think that there's a one way all because Mm. like, like look, you can look at a brand that is totally no logo might not be what some people consider professional they might be you know what i'm trying to say and then they blow up but that's because the branding is done it's just not the branding that you as a Mm. business brander think it should be the branding branding is about authenticity all the way around the board right because you need to find a way to con to communicate your authentic self to your ideal customer that wants to buy from you being your authentic self. Mm. You, your ideal customer should not be a customer that you have to be somebody else for, or you get what I'm trying to say. And I, and I'm saying that coming from the perspective of a personal brand, but it connects if it was a product too, you know what Mm. I mean? And don't get me wrong, you know, you got some companies out here with products that's going to lie to you so they can get that money from you. Yeah. But to me, when you're building a, a brand, you should be able to be your authentic self. If if you a soap, a, a soap company and it's not vegan, then let it be known that, yeah, we not you don't have to promote veganism. You don't have to mm. say anything about vegan. You just promote the best parts of you. You know mm. what I mean? So you can still be authentic even if you're not what some people may want you to be that just means that ain't your people that ain't your client those are not the people that you need to be focused on selling to sell to the ones that want what you got you know authenticity is very important that that what you just said it it speaks so close to home for me because even in the writing space and a lot of people who listen to this podcast are authors um it's the same thing it's like you you can't cater your story to everyone's interest you can't be everything to everyone and a lot of people who try that they end up finding themselves just not liked by anyone because they're not loved by anyone because they're not necessarily hitting any marks for any specific group so it's it's super important to to really be authentic to you and understand who your audience is like you said in the beginning because those are the people that you tailor your brand to and tailor your messaging to. Yeah. You know, even like with myself, I, um, I've been battling and talking about it amongst my circle, my inner circle about, uh, utilizing a brand, the cussing consultant, Mm -hmm. because 
I'm, I'm a professional person, but I curse sometimes, especially when I'm in it and I'm like excited and I'm passionate about what we're talking about. It, it's going to come out sometimes. So, you know, like it was like, oh, do I even want to do that and mix that with my beautiful brand that we have? And it looks so great. And it's, you know, and it's mm. like, but that is who I am. I, I might curse for real. And I said to my friends, I said, you know, even if I just use it as a hashtag, I don't have to make it all pretty on my flyers and stuff like that. If I just use it as a hashtag and they and a person saw it one time, the, the one time they hear me say a cuss word, it ain't going to even face them. They're not going to look at me crazy or nothing because that'll be the moment that they remember, oh, I did see that hashtag. Mm-hmm. So it's going to connect like, oh, this is who she is. But that doesn't make my information less valuable because of that. And that's the same thing with other people. Like we have to understand that our ideal customer, the person that our products and services are really for, they're going to be happy to accept us being exactly who we are in our way. We just have to present it properly, which is authentic. Present Mm. you your way, your story in your voice. Mm. Yeah, that's beautiful right there. I wanted to ask, you touched on it. You touched on changes. Um, and how those how those things are something you have to adapt to and pivot to. Um, what have been some changes that you've noticed over the last few years uh, in the branding space? What are some trends and things that have kind of shifted? Well, I've I've seen a lot of brands go from doing things what is considered old school professional to outright the CEO busting out on Instagram doing trying to do a dance to a trending TikTok TikTok sound. You know what I mean? Like we used to did not see things like that. There was, do you remember that there was a mm-hmm. time we didn't see the people in suits doing certain stuff? Mm-hmm. You know, the CEOs and the executives were not doing all that unless they was at a family barbecue cookout or something. But they on the media front page of the company twerking or you know what I mean so what we saw in the branding space is that COVID and the pandemic situation taught people you might you may as well just be who you are because the things that you can go and buy to create something else can one day be no longer So you may as well just be who you are in every aspect and let the people who naturally love and like you for that be the people that you speak and talk to. Hmm. Yeah, it's crazy how much the world changed all at once. But I think that is a really interesting point because I've seen myself so many different people um, just really embracing them and displaying Mm -hmm. them. And obviously that's, part of their brand is part of what makes you endeared to them even one of my one of my favorite musicians actually right now he's been doing concerts of 50 people in his backyard uh no longer concerned about big shows but it's been some of the best content to watch because who else is doing that but him and who else is really concerned with that and it makes you yeah it makes you that much more interested in his journey and his story and the way he's going about his business and I think that overall it just it is really interesting to see how 
how much the world has kind of changed and how much the the internet and TikTok and Instagram and all those other all the apps have really transitioned us into into being more out there because to get to get on the wave of what's going on is important to to recognize um I know for myself to recognize the trends and sounds and music and things people are using like that's that's just as important now as as it's ever been yeah and I and I'll say you know the pandemic made you feel like you know what I could do whatever I want to do I'm I need to do it now I actually did my book tour. Um, I stayed on the road for two years. Mm. And it was the most amazing thing ever. I, I literally felt like I was living out my dreams. Mm. Like, and, and it was great. It was really great being able to just be, you know, like it's the middle of a pandemic. So nobody expects you to have to be a certain way all the time. It's like, look, <laughs> we don't know we can hear the day gone tomorrow look just live mm. do it happily freely mm. speaking of i have a song called freedom you should check it out because that's definitely what this is all about living that freedom lifestyle you know i love it i was gonna ask what's your book about can you talk a little bit more about it absolutely it starts with i is an affirmations book that's focused on self-love mindset business wealth money and growth it was the main areas of life that I felt was important to discuss in a book altogether because I wrote the book basically because I caught my boyfriend with another woman on accident, mm. right? And I was mad that the next day when I woke up, I was still mad and couldn't work. So I'm like, I need to uh, write my affirmations down this time because normally I would just say them, but saying them wasn't going to get it. So I'm like, let me write them down. And as I started writing them, I heard a voice say, this is a book. So I literally got up and because I do branding and graphics and all that, you know, I just quickly outlined my book, mm -hmm. made a book cover. And instead of filling the pages on paper, I filled it on the computer. And three days later, the book was published and I booked me a ticket across the world. And mm -hmm. my books came and I, I went over and didn't come back. I came a couple of times throughout that time to like, um, switch out clothes and stuff like that, but not long. Hmm. What was that? What was that like for you? That's so interesting. Um, it it was. You know what? It wasn't scary. It was like here we go. It was. Hmm. It was definitely a journey because I didn't know know too many people everywhere I went. I didn't know nobody. I was doing this thing, just doing something. Hmm. But what I will tell you is that it empowered me to do it again, not just for myself, but for other people. And I already have people that I'm working with to help them do the exact same thing. Like, you know, we get caught up in the the hype of the business of stuff when hmm. we forget that the reason that we have a business in the first place. Hmm. Businesses are in business to make an impact in some in some way, right? So us as authors, we're really in business to make an impact with our book, with our story, whatever that story is. So if the whole goal is to really make an impact, then why am I focused so much on a venue, build PR, billboards, radio, da -da 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 -da, mm -hmm. all this stuff? Why can't I get up and go? wherever I need to be to make an impact for the people that need to hear this story. 
And that's what I did. I thought about the moment that I wrote that book. I was upset, which means that I was dealing with anger. I think that, I, not I think, I honestly was dealing with some a self-love issue in that moment. Not like during that whole time of my life, but in that moment, there was a self-love issue happening in my mind because why am I distraught about what this man doing with somebody else when I can love myself more than enough for me, him, and anybody else? So the things, the, the emotions that I was dealing with on the negative side, I wanted to use my affirmations that I've been using over the years in a positive manner to knock that negative emotion out pretty much. And I knew that if I felt it, feel it right now, it's a whole lot more people that feel it somewhere. So I went to the places that people that would feel those emotions would be. They'd be at the liquor store. Mm. They'd be at the gas station. They'd be in the what some people call the hood or the ghetto. So I literally wanted to go and plant my feet on the ground in places I never been to where I knew that it wasn't about who you thought I was or who I knew or who I worked for, or who I was connected to. I was just a regular person that you ain't know nothing about. And if you, when I open my mouth to have a conversation with you, you was going to open your heart to have a conversation with me back. And mm. now we going to speak heart to heart. We no longer speaking mouth to mouth. We speaking heart to heart and we was going to build a relationship. We were going to bond and communicate in a way that when you walked away from me, you would be empowered and inspired to be better than what you was before you spoke to me. That was the goal. And it was accomplished so many times with so many different people. That That's amazing. That was just amazing to hear. It sounds like that was, that was a life changing journey for you. Um, and it's just it an amazing story. Was. Yeah. Just, a, just amazing. Just to, to know and to hear just the impact, because I think we oftentimes do as just people, we get caught up in, in the business side of things we get caught up in the we get caught up in our minds thinking that there's one purpose there's one thing that we're doing and we forget that the impact you can have on a single individual is far far more important and the impact that you have on the lives of people and as you're putting yourself out there and people are reciprocating and thanking you um being grateful those for those interactions that makes the biggest difference ultimately uh, mm -hmm. bigger than anything else that we could have expected. Agreed. Because, you know, honestly, you know, people, they thank me and all that good stuff, but little do they know, like, I'm like, you impacted my life too. <laughs> Probably more than what you think I did for you. Because now I've, the responsibility is heavier. Like, you know, you got to do this again and again and again and again, right? You know, you got to keep going out here and finding the people that need these words to help them. Like, I don't want to put it in a religious aspect because I'm not a religious person, but to me, the different religions is all about the stories that they tell you in a way that that group of people can understand it. Right. Mm. So when you look at like the story of Jesus and going into the land with the people, you know, and finding his people literally going where they are walking through the land, like that's kind of like what I meant, you know, mm -hmm. just go where they at have a conversation. The conversation is is more than a, hey, how you doing? It's a, what you been through? Mm. What happened to you? How can I help you? Mm. You know, when we come with that 
openness, that vulnerability, that humility, that um, I want to help, not take. Mm. You know, the conversation is different, and it actually gives you more than than it than it take away from you because you think that when you giving, you're giving away something, but when you give, you're really getting a whole lot back when mm. while you're giving. If that makes sense. Yeah. It's like you can't you can't possibly understand that as much as you've given, you're receiving so much, so much in return. And sometimes it's hard for us to recognize that just sharing our message and sharing your story, um, just talking to somebody and communicating, it can mean it can mean that someone's inspired. It can make someone change their lives. Like people can uh-huh. people can find paths just because you were able to unlock something in them that they didn't know they could. Um, and sometimes that's just the smallest interactions. Like I've had, I've had people who are inspired to write books and inspired to tell yes. their stories. And I'm like, yeah, wow, it's because you saw me publish a book. Now you're, now you're inspired. And I think those kind of things, uh, those kind of things are humbling. And they also make you just recognize that this is why you keep going when it's tough. Absolutely. When you're not seeing, yeah. When you're not seeing results, when things aren't going well, this is why you keep going. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, it's it's funny you mentioned that because so this one lady had bought my book. She was in Arizona. Um, she, I had a picture of her daughter reading my book. And, you know, her daughter was like, I've never met an author before. So, you know, I had to pull up <laughs> in Arizona. And to this day, me and that 11-year-old girl, I sat with her. She said she had never met an author and she, now she wants to become one. So I sat with her and and I think that book was done a little bit over three days, maybe a week, that book. She's that 11 year old girl is now an author with books in Barnes and Noble, Amazon and all these places. We wrote a book together, you know, like I can't, I can't promise anyone, you know, you're going to be a millionaire from doing this, that, the other. But what I can do is tell you that every gift that was given to me from the creator directly to my soul and in my spirit, I will use it to help and impact other people in any way that I can. Now, do that mean that everything gonna be free? Nope, not at all. <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> we gonna get it done though, you know? Mm. And uh, that's I'm on a mission to help people, help people be the best version of themselves. What is it, what is it that you wanna do? You wanna do that? Okay, let's go do it. It don't take all day to do nothing. It can happen. Mm. And I don't have to be an expert in, we don't, you don't have to be an expert in the thing that you want to do. You just got to have the want and the will inside of you to want to do it. And it can be done. Mm. That's it. Everything, it literally starts with you, with I. The word it, I-T, starts with I. That means that anything you decide you want to do, it's a matter of you getting to it to make it happen. Mm. I love that. So where, where can people find you online? Where can they connect? Where can they get your, your book? Where can they book your services? Where drop all that information for them. I am ask Ms. Logan on all social media platforms. That is a S K M S L O G A N. Uh, you can go to Linktree. That's link T R period E E forward slash ask A-S-K-M-S Logan L-O-G-A-N and uh, from there I have all, all my links in, in one place mm. 
All right, thank you. We're definitely gonna have those in the show notes for the people listening. So you don't gotta don't gotta feel like you gotta go too far. You'll be able to click that link and be able to find that. So one of my last questions, because we're up on we're coming up on the end of our time, uh, that I like okay. to ask people is um what type of advice do you have for people listening that are looking to chase their own dreams and are maybe a little afraid to do so right now? Well, the first thing that you're going to have to do is literally throw your fear in the garbage. I want you to take a sheet of paper and I want you to write down every reason that you would not do what you want to do. Every reason that you would stop and hesitate from doing what you want to do. Write it down on the sheet of paper, cut it up, ball it up, put it on fire, throw it in the garbage, whatever, but get rid of it. Write it down on that sheet of paper, cut it up ball it up, whatever you want to do, and throw it in the garbage. Get rid of that fear. Leave it there. The next thing you're going to want to do is literally write down what it is that you actually want. It could be one thing or a lot of things. It's up to you. Write those things down. Do it in a place when you are comfortable, when you relax, even light you some candles that smell good, you know, have you some water some good nice water I don't know if you like cold water warm water but allow yourself to be relaxed and in a peaceful uh, state so that you can write those things down and actually open your mind to visually see yourself having or doing those things and let it work for you Mm. let it work for you you know it, it doesn't take a lot to just start moving your feet in the direction of the things that you want you don't have to work hard. Working mm-hmm. hard is not a thing that we should have to do. It's about being intentional. Uh, the new It Starts With I book, it, it starts with I intention. We taught you about affirmations in the first one. This next one is going to teach you about how to live an intentional life. And it starts with getting rid of that fear, actually writing down what you want, and then doing things to make it happen. And it can be done easily. It's not about hard work. Mm, definitely i agree i co-sign all that that is that is an amazing amazing path to move forward with um thank you for coming on the podcast this has been super enlightening for me i've definitely enjoyed this conversation so much i feel like i have so much to move forward with for myself and i know anyone listening probably feels the same way i love it and i appreciate you for having me it has been great it was a lovely conversation thank you what an amazing platform you have Thank you. And for our listeners, you know what to do. Make sure you like the video. Make sure you rate this podcast. Ratings go a long way, and I've seen a big tick in ratings lately. So make sure you rate it on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. It makes a huge difference. And that's it. I'll see y'all next week. Peace out. Scribble notes. Uh. Scribble notes when I wrote these quotes. If I offend, pardon me, there's more of me to grow. Creative in my process, enjoy the show. The will is different when you recognize the different strokes. Different folks, same goals, we all want the most. So when we reach the top, we can enjoy the toast. The type of bread we get is fresh about the bakery. Told them don't play with me. With or without a degree, don't question my intensity. Bravery, similar to agencies that want to see you fold. So just pray for me and pray for me. I ain't starting with my enemy.